Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren. Good morning, everybody. I was late today because I almost didn't make it on time because I was almost to the studio and I realized it was garbage day and I'm not about to have that. So I turned around. Oh, you know what? Yeah, if it piled up for two oh, weeks. Oh, gosh. Seriously. There's I, not a, a lot of us in our house, but man, we collect garbage I pretty know. quickly. It's actually, it probably should be something I should try to work on in the new year is uh, less waste and, you know, reusing things. Because I, I do feel like for two of us and a baby, sometimes I'm like, geez, Louise, how do we have 18 pizza boxes in here for one week? <laughs> and then I'm going to say a lot of it is diapers. You know, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's kind of the thing. A lot of diapers. You know, I, we should have done a diaper counter. Here's an invention for you. There's a little, uh, you know how they have like the diaper genies and everything? They should create like a little waste basket. And every time you put a diaper in, it like counts it like uh, those like papa shots at the arcade. <laughs> and yeah. so we could count, we could have an official count of how many diapers. I would we've be gone actually through. curious to know that. Because um, I'm assuming so when he was first born, it was like 12 diapers a day. Yeah. I feel, right? Because you're constantly changing diapers. I think it's gotten better as. Oh, He's yeah. gotten older. I don't think I'm changing that many. No, I think we're changing four or five maybe now. You, no. don't, you think more than that? No, like six or seven at least. I don't think so. Really? Maybe I just don't change them as well, much as you do. Well, you're not home know. in the morning. Yeah, that's true. And I then guess. I change a bunch in the yeah. afternoon. So in probably, the probably seven or so. Yeah. So we're in the thousands for sure already. Absolutely. Yeah, man. See, that's I'm telling you. Whoever wants to uh, pony up the money and, and help What's me front the point? this. It's just to know how much, yeah, like how many diapers you've changed. Yeah. Cause you, or like, <laughs> you know, um, you know, when like you go into a stadium and they've got the little turnstile thing and it counts or you've got even someone with a little clicker. We should have that for diapers. So parents can know by the end of it just how much waste has gone into diapers. Oh, boy, that makes you feel good, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yesterday my dream came true. Uh, someone thought I was on TV and I was from the TV because you know my goal is to <laughs> really be on TV. TV. Yeah. So I, wait a minute. They thought you were like a, a person that's yes. always on the TV or they thought they saw a quick no, appearance no, of no, you? No, 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 no. They thought I was like from the news channel. They thought I was so like a TV anchor. So I was at the grocery store and the lady goes, oh my gosh, I love watching you. And I go, oh, thanks for listening is what I said, which is what I normally say in situations like that. And she's like, no, I watch on the news. I said no, no, I'm I'm on the radio. She's like, no, no, you're you do weather. <laughs> I said, what? no. Have you ever had a moment where someone is like trying to tell you no who you are? Oh like, yeah. She was. You're like, literally, no, no, no. I'm pretty sure yeah. I know who and I then, am. And then at the end, I was like, no, no, no. I I said, well, we have you know some commercials sometimes, or we've done some TV stuff, but I'm not like from my TV channel. And she's like. Okay, cool. Like, I think she thought I was trying to, like, play it off. So she was like, I got you. <laughs> She's like, it'll you know be our little goal. secret. My Kinda goal like was a... to uh, be a weather anchor for yeah. years. Oh, okay. Do you remember the movie Bridesmaids? And she's trying to be like, oh, you're an air marshal. He's like, I'm not an air marshal. She's like, it's between you and I. <laughs> yeah, I know. you're an air marshal. I, I got you. you I know? Got you. Yeah, and then at the end, that's how it was. So I'm there, and I feel bad because the woman behind me was kind of confused because she was like, I mean, he keeps saying I'm not from TV. And she's like, no, I watch you. On the news, and I'm like, maybe I've been on the news. You're like, lady, I'm not not from your TV. But I almost wanted to call my dad after that because my dad always thought that I was going to be a weather anchor growing up. When I was a little kid, he thought, because my dad thought the weather anchor for the local channel that he grew up watching and I grew up watching really was like the guy, the king of the world, right? You're telling everybody what the weather's going to be like. 
I'm trying to figure out who she thought you were because I don't, I don't think you look like anybody I, yeah, on the TV, I, the, like oh, any of no. the channels I scroll through. No, I think she she could figure, like, she thought some familiarity. She pictured myself doing something, but it was my dream come true because I've always, I have a, I have a couple of friends <laughs> in TV. You sign autographs, like, yeah. you kiss some babies. I'm like, gosh, you TV people have it so made. You get to wear a suit with shorts on underneath because they never wear a full suit. They're always, you know, just business from the top up. Oh, anyway. You don't know that. They could wear full, I mean, at least weather people do because yeah, they got the full body do. shot. Maybe I want to be like just the news anchor that sits behind the desk so I can be in my boxers. I always picture that. They got the full suit and then the boxers and the slippers. <laughs> Probably not the case. I don't think that is the case. All right, Lauren, we're going to get to your Hollywood skinny coming up next. So Jeff Bezos is no longer the richest person in the world. Believe it or not, someone has passed him up, and I will tell you about that in the skinny. It's Lauren's Hollywood skinny. You know, it's true. There have been a lot of rumors that possibly Jeff Bezos is no longer the richest person on the planet. And it is true. Elon Musk has now passed Jeff Bezos. Listen to this. His new net worth is $185 billion, which actually is the fastest growth that anyone has ever had in the history yeah, of ever. Yeah, because Bezos has been working on this for a long time. I mean, Amazon, Amazon's been around for years, and I feel like we've known about Jeff Bezos, and obviously we've known about Amazon for a long time. But Elon Musk is just like, boom. These cars are called Tesla. Here they are. Here I am. I'm now the richest person on the planet. Let me give you some stats here. So Jeff Bezos has been the richest person in the world since 2017, and he has climbed his way at $184 billion. Oh, just a little measly chump change. Elon Musk started the year 2020 with $27 billion. And now he his net worth is sure 185. Is like honestly, are we sure this is accurate? Wait, you think I'm making it up? Well, I'm no. just pulling numbers from the sky. Well, I know, but that just seems that seems awfully weird that he goes from you said 20 billion, 27 to, billion, and to he was 190 he was barely in the top 50 richest people. Uh, like list at the start of 2020. And it's been 2020. But Tesla has had rocketing share prices. It's increased more than like ninefold, like just crazy over the okay. past year. I guess that makes sense. I just, it feels like crazy growth, especially for 2020. We're dealing with a pandemic and the economy's kind of taking a hit. May, I don't know. That's a, that's incredible. I mean, he did do SpaceX, right? He's the guy that sent that spaceship with Bob and know. Dave or whatever I've, the name is. I've been were. learning a lot about Elon Musk. I, I actually didn't know much dude. about him until now. And, you know, he's the richest person on the planet yeah. now. I want to be his friend at this point. Uh, Dr. Dre has had a rough several days, right? He had the brain aneurysm and was recovering in the hospital and all of these different things. His house was burglarized while in the hospital. And now, during recovery, he has been ordered to pay his ex-wife $2 million in a spousal settlement. (laughs) Dude, can can we just give him a couple of days? Can you just let him recover? Hey, Dr. Dre. While you're in the hospital, sorry to bother you, but um, someone tried to break into your house and you owe your ex-wife two million dollars. But go ahead, go. You just, you just relax, okay? Yeah, thank you. I will I relax. It's like what a drag these last several days have been. Am I right? Miley Cyrus um, lost her late dog, Mary Jane, and she actually just released a song to honor her dog, Mary Jane. Oh, let's listen. Oh. I'm not even a Miley Cyrus fan, but I'll cry if you do this to me. Like to call me crazy, 
So this is all about her dog? It's about her dog. It's actually really sweet. Oh, that is sweet, yeah. She's mourning the death of her dog called Mary Jane was her name. And so this song um, that she released is also called Mary Jane. And her dog passed away after a year-long battle with cancer. So That's sweet. Anyway, I do think it's a sweet song. And that is your Hollywood Skinny. Got issues? Let's talk about it. It's time for Radio Therapy with Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren. And it's time for Radio Therapy where you have a problem in your life. You call us. You get it off your chest. We help you out. You can all text in, call in, let us know how you would help this person. Elizabeth is with us today. Hello, Elizabeth. Hey, guys. How's it going? We're doing wonderful. Thanks so much for joining us. What's going on, and what can we help you with in radiotherapy? So, I honestly just, something's really been bugging me, and um, I just started this new job, and it's really great. I really like all my coworkers. Um, I think the teamwork dynamic is really great and everything. Um, but something that they've been doing has really been annoying me to my core. <laughs> they, and, you know, I, my name's Elizabeth, and they all started calling me Lizzie out of nowhere. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Don't no. like that. Yeah, it's, I mean, it kind of just sounds like a little girl thing, you know, and it's like, I can be called Liz, like, you know, that's fine. You can call me Liz, Elizabeth, but Lizzie like, I don't know where it started, and it absolutely drives me up the wall. Now, is this, and like, every co-worker is okay. calling you Lizzie at this point? Yeah, like, my boss and my co-workers. Hey, Lizzie, can you um, can you go make a copy of this? Hey, Lizzie, uh, we kind of want your idea on this pitch. Uh, hey, Lizzie, can you get me this? I'm like... <laughs> and every time you're like... <laughs> <laughs> like, where did this come from? Elizabeth's going to turn into the Hulk and just go crazy on the, uh, on the office. Yeah. You know what, though? So my name is Joey. My full name is Joey. My birth certificate, I mean, the whole thing is Joey. <laughs> and every once in a while I get a Joseph. It's pretty rare because normally it'd be like if my name was Joseph and someone said Joe or Joey. Because my name mm-hmm. is already the short version, I don't really deal with this. But I understand when you get particular about your name, it does get annoying if they just give you a nickname about it. Yeah, especially because it's like, did I ever lead them on to think my name was Lizzie? Did I ever say, hi, I'm Lizzie? And you're just like, wait a minute, where did this come from? Yeah, never. So have you and I, I literally said have anything? no idea where it started, honestly. It's wow. just like out of nowhere, this started happening. And it drives me right. absolutely nuts because I'm one of those people that I, I really don't like short names. Mm-hmm. Got it. So have you said anything? Somebody says, Lizzie, can you make a copy of this? Do you try to correct them right then and there? No, because, you know, it's a new job, and I don't want to be labeled as that, that girl who's, you know, oh, she's new, and she's rude, like, I can't, like she's got to stick up her butt, you know what I mean? Like, I, <laughs> I don't want to be okay. labeled as that You don't want to be an Elizabeth, be you want to be a Lizzie. No, here's the deal. You want to talk about what's rude? What's rude is just assuming someone wants to have a nickname. I, we had a, rest in peace, we had an amazing sales coworker. he has since passed on, his name was Bruce, and I started calling him Brucey, and it was Brucey, Brucey, Brucey <laughs> for like two weeks. I kid you not, I, I still remember where I was. We were in a meeting, and I said, hey, Brucey. And he goes, please call me Bruce. And that was all I needed <laughs> to realize. From I, then on, you're like, I've been messing up. Truthfully, I wasn't trying to be rude. I just thought, I'm going to call him Brucey. Uh, you know, that's kind of my style. I think you just need to nip it in the bud. Do you do an email because it's company-wide, or does that come off worse uh, that's, than that in person? That comes off snooty. <laughs> that's a little much. That, yeah, that comes off snooty. Here's what you do, though. Elizabeth, I almost called you Lizzie. <laughs> Don't want to do that. <laughs> Elizabeth, this is what you do. 
You just go up to your coworkers and call them different names. You just shorten their names. Get back at them, you know? You've got a Give Jessica. A just yes. like, what's up, Jess? <laughs> I love right? that. What's up? You know, if his, if if the, you have a coworker's name is James, just be like, what's up, Jamie? What you up, know? Jimmy? Yeah, yeah Jim. Yeah. Oh. See how they like it. That's you, how you could do it. If you have a Richard, I know where you could go too with a nickname there. So, oh, yeah. I mean, you've got you've got some <laughs> options here. That's not a bad idea. I mean, do you want to have fun with this, Elizabeth, and would you like to maybe try that out for a week? Yeah, I think I mean, I think that would keep things interesting. Then maybe they'd realize. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, and then Joey brings up a good point, too. If you just want to be clear about it, you can just, next time someone calls you Lizzie, because you don't want to let this go on too long, because then they're just going to assume. You just say, oh, call me Liz or call me Elizabeth. Just, just nicely. How about this? Yeah. What if you say, hey, you can just call me Elizabeth. No need for the Lizzie. I'm good with just Elizabeth. And then they're like, oh, but I like Lizzie. It just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> Lizzie, Lizzie, Lizzie. <laughs> so you can text us, 68719. Do you have the same situation that Elizabeth is going through? Have you had that? Where maybe your name is one thing, people start calling you a nickname, and it drives you crazy. You can let us know. All right, Elizabeth, we'll help you out. Mornings with Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren. So Elizabeth just called in. She was our guest on Radiotherapy, and she has a new job. Her name is Elizabeth, but everyone at her new job is starting to call her Lizzie, and she hates it. Her boss is even calling her Lizzie. So she says, listen, if I go, hey, don't call me Lizzie, call me Elizabeth, then am I going to be tabbed as, oh, the difficult one, the difficult coworker? Because let's be honest, your first couple weeks at a new job, you want to be the most liked, most accepted person. And if you come down with some ground rules, well, it may be annoying. you seem kind of rude or a little snobby. But then snobby. again, she's like, it's my name. I think I have ruling over what I want to be called. Well, that's what a lot of these texts are saying. 68719, this text says, I don't get the problem. Your name is Elizabeth, in all caps. And they said, so make sure people know your name is Elizabeth. I like this text. <laughs> 68719 says, I'm also an Elizabeth. Nothing feels more weird to me than when I get called Lizzie. It's a real thing. It's not something that you like to be called unless you unless you come right out and say it. And you're like, oh, call me Lizzie, right? This texter has a good idea. They said, just get one of those hello, my name is tags. Put it on your shirt. And walk around with it with your name saying Elizabeth all in big, bold letters to give the hint. I think you can have fun with this. I like this text. It says, yell at them right when you walk into work. It is not acceptable to be called a name you yell don't want to be called. Yell at them right when you walk into work? Hello, my name is Elizabeth. That's a terrible idea. Let's not. No, no don't do that. Idea. That is terrible. Because if you're, if you're trying to avoid people thinking you're rude, yelling at them is kind of rude. I think it's rude to just assume someone named Elizabeth would want to go by Lizzie, to be totally honest. They may not honest. understand that it bothers her. So, listen, I said get back at them. And if it's Tiffany, call her Tiff, right? If it's Stephanie, call her Steph. And just give it that back at them. That would be kind of fun. You know, just to see how it goes. But this texture writes in and says, I don't see the big deal. At least they're talking to you. <laughs> What do you mean, at least they're talking to you? What kind of message is that? At least they're not ignoring that? you. I don't know. I guess that's true. Is there anything, like a nickname... I know for a lot of people that have kind of those longer names, it's normally what I find is people that have longer names where there's a common short one and they don't like it. Like David and Dave, a lot of people will be like David. Me being Joey, if I go by Joe, doesn't bother me. Really doesn't bother me. We have a coworker named Sean Peabody, and I call him P. I don't call him Peabody. I don't call. I used to call him Peebo, but I call him P. And I've actually never known if that bothers him. I've never asked him. Could maybe bother the heck out of but him. But every no email idea. I send him, hey, P, hey, P, yeah. you know, he walks by. I'm like, good morning, P. 
I should I, probably ask him yeah, if he likes to be called Your Pete. brother is Daniel. And your you brother, call him Danny and he will like. He'll lose it. Lose his mind. He hates that. Now, does he hate Dan? Yeah, or? it's Daniel. It's okay. not Dan and it's definitely not Danny. Hates oh, man. It. All right. I know what to do next time I see your brother. Don't call Danny. him Danny. Or what about Dan O? Hey, Dan O. And like he probably Dan doesn't Dash like o? that either. Yeah, see, so your brother, I can I can understand him freaking out if someone called him Danny, because you're right, he hates that. So, yeah, you can let us know, 68719. Do you have any nicknames or the short version? What about Laura? Does anybody take Lauren and make it Laura? Um, No, I've had some people call me Lori before or Lore, and I don't really get annoyed enough to correct anyone. Lore? Yeah, like, hey, Lore. Is yeah. that a thing? I, I didn't guess. know that was a thing. All right. I don't know. It's Lauren, though. Okay. Well, yeah, it is. It is Joey and Lauren in the morning. Joey and Lauren. It is the Monday debate. So every Monday we argue about something dumb. Over the weekend, we were having to go to the store on a Saturday afternoon. It's packed. It's busy. I'm trying to find a good parking spot. Lauren is pressuring me to find a really good spot because you're a, you're a drive through the parking lot five times over to be six inches closer to the front door than before. I like to find a good spot, You yes. do like to find a good I spot. I do, but I also have a few tricks up my sleeve when it comes to finding a good spot. I don't mind parking next to the cart return because it makes it easier when you come out of the grocery store to put your cart away. I like parking by a median so that it's a less chance of being door dinged because uh-huh. I only got a car on one Look side of you. me. you. You should write a book on good parking. I do. I like a good parking spot. But you also are anti this because it was a Saturday afternoon. It is packed. There's multiple cars going up and down the lanes. There was an open spot. I clicked my turn signal and you said, turn that (laughs) off. That doesn't count. I said, what do you mean it doesn't count? It's just weird to me. To me, the turn signal into a parking spot is allowed in today's day and age. Not saying it's not allowed, but is it's, I don't oh, think it's said, a rule. No, you, it's not like you it's said something. Those, that doesn't count for a parking spot because you're saying you can't use that as I'm here first. I was coming up on a car. We were both thinking the same thing. I hit the turn signal. So, and you think automatically, like, that means I own it. It's I'm my least, spot. I don't know if that person's going to go straight or going to try to turn in. I'm letting him know I'm turning into this spot, just so you know. So there have been times where I'm in a parking lot, and I'm about to get into a spot, and I've seen somebody flip on the blinker, the yes. turn signal and to get in. you probably cut them off no, and go right in. I've kind of rolled my eyes and been like, don't worry, bro. I'm not going to take your spot. It's I okay. You can signal. have it. You want it that bad. Now, I'm not saying it's wrong to do this. I just don't think it's necessary. Now, in truthfulness, I've probably done this a handful of times in my life because rarely I'm in, I try not to go to the grocery store on a Saturday afternoon. I try to avoid that, like the plague. But I don't know why it's some, you called it corny, I believe, is the word you use. You said, <laughs> don't do that. That's corny. I just find it unnecessary. I'm like, you just look like. You look like someone who's like, oh, don't take my spot. It's my spot. And I'm like, is it the end of the world? That well, person should know. Okay, if it was me, up to me, me, I would have parked in the back. Let but me, you uh, kept making me circle around. Put it around. in perspective here. You should know who is going to take the spot. Yes? Kind of like at a four-way stop, people should know who's next. Yeah. Like who needs to go next. So when you're in a parking lot, if you're already coming up on that spot... That's pretty much you own it. It's your spot. A person coming afterwards trying to get we it should know. We were both equal. We were right there. We were both. I mean, it was. But who was waiting longer? 
We weren't waiting. We were both driving, and then we both saw it, and so I go, Who boom, was driving? Signal. Who drew? Who who was in the lane first? Well, you were there with me. You should I be able to remember. tell. I can't remember. I put on a signal to say, you know what? I just want to be a safe driver. So you can call me corny, or you can call me rude, or you can call me pompous. I actually was just trying to be a safe person. So I apologize for being a law-abiding citizen. You're so right. So are you I supposed apologize. to turn on your blinker when you turn into a parking no, spot? It, well, typically... No, because I don't think you need to alert anybody what spot you're going into. You just sure. go into the spot. But I guess in actually this case, my question is... You just said it was corny. No, I do think it's corny and unnecessary. But now I'm wondering, when you're just driving through a parking lot, so you're not you're not going into a spot, but yeah. you're going through the lot itself and you have to turn into different aisles or yes. whatever. Are you supposed to turn on your blinker I to turn do. into yes. in a like certain an aisle? Lane? Yes, absolutely. If I'm going huh. in any sort of lane... Where it's got all those spots, I absolutely put on my signal because a lot of times too, people mm-hmm. crossing and like going walking into the store, they need to know: is this dude going to go straight, and am I going to be a speed bump, got or it. is he turning right? So, well, either way, I'm not corny. Do I'm you turn? Citizen. Do you use your turn signal to claim your parking spot? Six eight seven one nine. You could text us. <laughs> Are you okay with people waiting? Like, so let's say this. I've seen this. You're driving down the aisle in the parking lot. You see someone with their grocery cart. They pop their trunk. They're clearly going to load their groceries and leave. You will stop and you'll just wait for them to load their cart or load their car, get in their car, back up and leave. And then you take the spot. I've done that before. Because I think that's a little corny. I've done that before, but I've measured the situation. If it's like one bag of groceries, they're going to toss it into their car and then get in. It's just one or two people. Fine. But if it's a family, they got a baby, they clearly they have to buckle into the car seat. They got a bunch of groceries. They're popping the truck. I've seen people wait, wait. and they'll put on their hazards. That's crazy. And I will that's say insane. that's corny. I've that's seen insane. I've seen people stop hazards and they're like, I'm waiting. Everyone's waiting. <laughs> I'm getting this spot. It. All right, six eight seven one nine. Text us and let us know. Mornings with Joey and Lauren. Good morning. Thanks for hanging out with us today. So, we got a new producer. We've talked about that, right? We have a new producer. Producer Ian is his name. He's a wonderful have person. Have we talked about it? I, I mean, don't know. I, I, feel I like hope we've... we have, but Ian, yeah. he's our guy. So, Ian is our new producer. He's a wonderful person. He actually like used to work for us and then he left and did some other stuff Although and then he, he missed is us so today, bad. So, yeah, he's super late Try today. To see. Yeah, a he's couple, definitely well, not here. It's dark actually, out there. <laughs> you know what? This is perfect that he's late today because here's the problem is when we talk crap about our coworkers on our show and they're here, <laughs> it makes things awkward. Makes it if, a little weird. If they hear about it or someone, you know, texts them and says, hey, they're talking mess about you. And then we have to deal with that in the break room. He's not going to be in till late today. So we can say whatever we want. And I want to bring this up. And I think you should be concerned because you were gone the other day when I experienced this in the studio. And I got to tell you, Lauren, I don't think you're going to be happy with producer Ian because he's got some strong feelings about you. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm feeling a little nervous. He got my heart pumping a little. So and, did he say something about me? No. So here's the deal. He comes in after the show and we'll do a little powwow and things were running late. We were having some other conversations. So you had to go. And so we're having a little bit of a powwow and he brings in this blue light wand. It almost, I swear to you, it looks like a lightsaber, right? Oh, I've seen him with it before. Yeah. It's like his first day he started using this blue light wand. And normally you'd say, oh, it's a, or a black light, I should say. Black light is, you know, to see stuff or whatever. But it's actually a black light cleaner disinfectant. It sanitizes. Yeah, yeah. I've seen him use it at his cubicle. People uh, use this a lot now for their cell phones. If they want to clean their phones, because 
putting Clorox or Lysol on them is not exactly the best thing for them. Mm-hmm. So you get these black light cleaners, and he has it in a wand form. So literally, if you had this at your house, you would take it, turn it on, and then you would, like— Hover it over a surface, yeah. and it's supposed to disinfect the it surface. It almost reminds me of when you go to a sporting event or the airport or something, and security has, like, one of those wands yeah. where they, like, boop, 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 yeah. to make sure you don't have any, like, metal on you. It looks like that, kind of, but it shines a light. So we walked in, and he's just kind of going, he's going over the desk, he's going over, like, the board and everything, and... He's going over, uh, like, my microphone really quick. But I think he's just, like, showing me. He's like, oh, look at this. This is cool. And then he moves over to your side of the studio table. Okay. And he (laughs) spends, I'm not joking you, 10 to 15 minutes all over your microphone. (laughs) And here's the deal with producer Ian. I never know if he is someone that is, I can't tell when he's sarcastic or he's serious. And so I said, like, man, you're spending some time over there. And he goes, yeah, I don't know if Lauren has the best hygiene. <gasps> That's what? what he said. And I didn't follow up with sarcastic or not, so I just kind of like. Hygiene? Yeah, he's like, yeah, we know Lauren like doesn't what? have great hygiene. I don't know. He was looking all your microphone. Look at your microphone. So we have these big pink, they, they're called um, okay. muffs I'm, in I the business. I can explain. But yes, they're the big the, mic covers. The tip of my microphone or the end of my microphone is a little dingy. I will admit that. But I talk so closely to it because you, you got to talk really close up to the mic. You're almost and kissing so are it a there little. Like, are there like floaties then, in there? Like from no, food? But from I your think teeth? it's just maybe some just from my makeup and stuff over time. Is it black? No. Because, it's by not, the way, it's, it's like a oh, it's like a little. Lauren's rubbing it right it's like now. It's like an orange. <laughs> it's like, a, well, so it's orange because these, uh, it these looks covers like my, are my hot makeup. Pink. Honestly, it's like. Parts of, like, my foundation and stuff. So if he doesn't make the connection, then he probably thinks, why is Lauren's microphone cover growing something that's orange? I'm going to disinfect it. But his direct quote was, well, Lauren doesn't what? have the best hygiene. Oh, my gosh. Here's the deal. I don't know if he was sarcastic or not. Is it because I, I had a cold up. recently? Or is this more so like he that. thinks I'm an unclean person? Here's the deal. This is our studio. No one else really uses this studio that we are in. And so... I'll be honest, like, if we are maybe battling a little bit of a cold, we're the only ones in here. Like, and when we close the door, it's it. Yeah, some people pop in every once in a while, but he may be a germaphobe, and we've never talked about it, and so he may hate the idea. So is this that something I confront been... him about? Do I need to, like, pull him aside and be like, yo, what you saying about me? I think, yeah, I think it's a conversation. Probably we should have him on the show sometime. We should get produced. He's, he's going to be late today. We're not going to be able to have him on today's show, but we should get him on the show. And we should say, Producer Ian, do you think Lauren has bad hygiene? Because he black light disinfected your whole station. He did your iPad, your laptop, your uh, microphone. And I'm not, I'm not joking. 15 minutes. Okay, so I, I appreciate it if it was purely the fact of, oh, she's been sick recently. Let me, let me help out and disinfect the place. And I'm going to use this cool little light wand to do it. But if he thinks that there's something else, I need to find out what he means or what he meant by... Bad hygiene. Does he mean like See, I'm a thing. Lauren, dirty if- person? Because I shower every day, I brush my teeth, and here I am. I'm trying well, to like let's prove be honest. it. <laughs> there's two people on this morning show, and there's one that definitely has better hygiene than the other, and it's not me. It's Lauren. You have yes. really good hygiene. I'm the one really that do. forgets to shower and brush my teeth and all that. So the fact that producer Ian has already picked a side and he says <laughs> you're the bad hygiene one. 
But yeah, we'll have to. I'm we'll offended have to confront and I'm him, shocked. I held my tongue and I, I think I giggled, but I was like, I want to bring this up on the show. So <laughs> here he is, just me and bad hygiene Lauren. Wow, thanks, Ian. Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's time to make up or break up. Let's get to make up or break up where we try to get you on a second date. Sean is with us. He reached out. He wanted to get on the show. Uh, he went out with Tiffany for a first date. They did one of those um, cooking classes, which I've always wanted to do. They, You've uh, never where, been to one? No, I haven't. They're pretty fun. I believe you have gone with my sister or your sister. You've gone before. Yeah. Girls night. I normally I have never, gone with some girlfriends. It's fun. I never got the invite. And a lot of dudes normally don't say, hey, let's all go to this cooking class. We're going <laughs> to learn how to make a white wine sauce. Come on, fellas. No, but I like the creativity. I do like it. I think it's a great first date. But now Sean's not hearing back. So hello, Sean. Hello. All right, so this uh, cooking class, that seems like a fun date. It was an awesome date. I mean, yeah, we we had a glass of wine. We made a meal. We ate the meal. We had a great, great date. Tiffany is an awesome girl. I mean, felt like there was magic in the air. I know that sounds a little cheesy, but, you know, it it was probably the best first date that I think I've ever had. Oh, jeez, man. What does magic in the air feel like? Can you describe that for us, Sean? Absolutely. It felt like really good chemistry. Uh, you know, I felt like there was a good level of flirtiness, a good, like, I thought that she was, like, really attractive. It seemed like she also found me attractive. There were all the sort of signs and signals. Um, she's really, really funny, and she's also really kind. Um, that's something that, for me, is, is a big turn on. Mm-hmm. You know, she didn't have any airs about her. She didn't have this sense of superiority you know she was nice to everybody else in the class which was just really nice to see and uh yeah that that for me is like wow that's a okay big thing so she's checking all the boxes this date's obviously going very well is there anything else you guys did on the date or was this just the cooking class it was just so i mean she came over to my place first and then i drove us to the cooking class and so after the class we came back to my place and you know, she was going to pick up her car and go. So she didn't stay. And, you know, I wasn't necessarily expecting her to say it would have been nice if she mm-hmm. at least like came in and we had another glass of wine or whatever it was like. I had no expectations as far as that was concerned. So, mm-hmm. you know, I assume that she had to get back to to, you know, she had, she had work the next day. It was a weeknight. So there that was the full content of the date. And I've texted her twice now and I haven't heard back. And I was given every indication that she wanted to do this again, including the fact that she at the end was like, when I said, would you like to go out again? She said, yeah, definitely. So, you know, I'm a little yeah. little confused about what I'm not getting here. I have learned to discredit the whole, I mean, I don't know what a person says in person if someone goes, do you want to see each other again? I don't know many people that write to their face say, no, I'm good, because then you'd have to open up a whole box of things. So you so, worry that when someone says, yeah, yeah let's do it again, that they're just, just kind of saying it? Yeah, we've had people say, well, they told me they wanted to go out, but sometimes it's like, let me get through mm-hmm. this date and then let me think about things. One thing, Sean, you brought up that I am impressed with is you're in a group setting during this cooking class. That's actually a good gauge of how a person is if you see them interact with other people besides just yourself. And you said totally. she knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like it's like going to a restaurant with somebody, and it's the way that they treat the waiter yeah. is an indication sure. of their character. Okay. I totally believe that. Now, maybe you were treating everyone poorly. You're like, this is great. Yeah. She's you nice. are the rude no, one. No, no. She's great. I'm a jerk. No, like not. we we make each other an average person because I'm terrible to everyone, and she's super nice. So it's like you get a fifty fifty. All right, Sean, let's take a break. Let's come back. You stay with us. We'll call Tiffany and figure this out. All right. 
Okay, cool. It's time to make up or break up. Right in the middle of make up or break up, we talked to Sean. He went out on a first date with Tiffany. How about this? Cooking class. That was their first date. He said, let me get this straight. Magic in the air and one of the best first dates he's ever been on. I think I have a little bit of a soft spot for Sean. He seemed really sweet in the way he was describing Tiffany. He was very complimentary and he noticed really endearing things about her. Her kindness, the way she treated other people. And instead of him just being like, yeah, she was cute, you know? She was a hottie. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you this. He says all these things. He's very like, this is like the best first date I've ever been on. I'm worried. Was he exuding that too much where she felt like, whoa, he's too, like, what, too if, much. what if you're Coming right in the middle strong. of a date and your date leans over and goes, this is the best first date I've ever been on. Yeah, I guess you could feel a little weird. Yeah. So we've got Tiffany's number. We need to get her side of things. Hello. Hello. Is this Tiffany? Um, yeah. Tiffany, this, this is this is Joey and Lauren in the morning, morning radio show. Hello, um, how are you? Okay. Hi, Tiffany. Uh, hi. Hey. S- sorry to bother you. It sounds like we're catching you off guard. Um, if you have just a couple minutes, can we chat with you? Yeah. What's this about? Okay. Um, so we're actually calling you on behalf of someone named Sean, who's a big fan of our show. And he reached out to us after going on a first date with you. He said he took you to a cooking class, had a great time, really enjoyed his time with you, but hasn't heard back after texting you a couple times. So he asked us if we'd be willing to call you and figure out what's going on. He called the radio? Yeah, well... Yes, we he do, did. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he just called up one random day. We've kind of set up a time for him to tell his story because we try to help people that don't hear back from their dates and try to at least get a clear answer so they can move on. That's the story with Sean. He, he wants an answer from okay. you or he wants to go out again because he's very confused why you haven't responded to his texts. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Well, if you could just um, tell us the story and why you're not texting him back. Okay, I guess. Um, it's kind of it's weird. It's kind of weird. That's okay. We're kind of weird people. so <laughs> we, we embrace the lot. weirdness. So he had this... So I went up to his house. We, we went to a cooking class, but before the cooking class, I, I parked at his house because mm-hmm. he was going to drive us there. And I went inside his house, and, um, like, he was getting his stuff together. And like, he had a teddy bear sitting by the, I don't know, like the table where he had his keys. Mm-hmm. And as he was getting ready to go, he picked it up, and he said, this is my good luck teddy. And then he, um, like, held it and kind of said, tonight's going to be a really great night and gave it a squeeze. And I was like, that's very strange. And then yeah. <laughs> it got stranger because uh-huh. he held it out to me and he said, give Teddy a squeeze. It's going to be a really good night. And I was like, that's cool. It was like, he was a hype guy. Give, <laughs> give Teddy a squeeze. What? And I was like, I, I, I don't, I don't care to. And, and then he said it again. And so finally I gave Teddy a squeeze just to make it stop. And um. Give Teddy I don't a know. squeeze. It was, just, it, it was uncomfortable. Okay, so you hug this teddy bear because it to me it appears that this is some sort of a good luck token or charm or whatever for him. And then what? Do you say anything about it? Do you laugh it off? I mean, you say what's up with the teddy? Right. It wasn't he, a funny thing. Like it's fine to have a teddy bear, but this was like very very serious and important to him. You know how the way some guys are way too serious about their sports. Yeah. 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 yeah sure. He was that serious about this teddy bear. 
if if I'm interpreting this right, it was almost it was on the end table by his door for a reason. Like it was a, I mean, he's he, like a, almost a not a shrine, but like a good luck yeah. charm or something. Yeah, I got the feeling that like. Like like he said hello and goodbye to it every time he went in and out. Okay, um, I mean it's a, okay. It's like a pet that's stuffed well, and doesn't move. Sure, but let that's me, what let you me, do to your dogs and uh, your cats when you leave. <laughs> let me ask you this, Tiffany. So he said that the date itself, like the cooking class, he could not say more good things he about really how likes it went. You. He said you were awesome. You're friendly. You guys were vibing. You had good chemistry. So did you just kind of forget about the bear and pack it away because he said you were totally great on the date itself? That's really nice of him, but I, I wasn't thinking about anything but the teddy bear the whole time, honestly. I just kind of was... Well, then you're a good faker because he thinks you're amazing. And I'll be honest. I mean, I, I hear you. And I think that there is a middle ground between this isn't the creepiest thing in the world and he's not collecting bodies or something, but it's also not a situation that, yeah, you would want to showcase, I have a good luck teddy bear or this teddy I hug. We actually have Sean with us. I am dying to know this teddy bear oh, no. situation. No, well, it's no. Honestly, it's okay because he wants to compliment you. I'm sure, but now he wants clarity. Well, just let him defend himself <laughs> yeah. in the teddy bear, Sean. We're gonna bring uh, you back on. Okay, uh, Tiffany, you're not wrong. I'm not gonna say that. Like, I didn't have a teddy bear. I ab- I absolutely do have a teddy bear. You're right. I I did not think it was super serious. I've had that teddy bear since I was a kid. It is a habit when I leave the house and I come back home. I'll bop the teddy bear on the head. It's just like one of those things that I do, right? And I do like it's like a lucky charm. Got and it. So I was like thinking a superstition. That you thought it was funny. I didn't think that you thought it was like creepy. Here I am with this like <laughs> say hello to my imaginary friend. Like <laughs> that's not how I like use the teddy bear. Like you know, I don't think the teddy bear is like. Uh, you know, a thinking living being, I get that it's like a silly thing, but it is like, it now is like, if I don't tap it on the head or at least like acknowledge it when I come in or out of the house, it feels like, oh, geez, like something is going to happen. It's a weird thing. I get it. But I had a great time with you and I'm sorry that that, that sort of like soured the experience. And I didn't even know that it soured the experience. So, uh, you know, I'm sorry if that creeped you out. It, I hear what you're saying. Oh, thanks. That's really nice. And yeah, I mean, it's so easy to get skeeved by a date these days because so many guys like genuinely are trying to kill you. So, you know, (laughs) you have to be on edge. Yeah. Okay. So let me ask you this. Clearly, Sean, you have checked my boxes. Is it a little weird? Sure. Is it odd? But the way you're explaining it is, hey, Teddy's been with me. Well, you We're know what right- I think about, right? I think about, like, teams going out onto the field from the locker room and they all have to, like, touch smack something. the ceiling or they all have to, like, touch a certain, like, poster on the wall. So it's kind of like a weird, funny... Not like a Mark Wahlberg actual <laughs> Ted best friend It's thing. like a funny ritual no. that I think you have. And I totally get it, Tiffany, how you could be taken aback because you're kind of like, what? What is this? But now knowing that he totally, it's just innocent and it's funny. Is that something that you can get past and you guys could go out again? Yeah, I, I could. Okay. We'll pay for a second date. I'm. This pleases both of us because I, I actually think you guys are both in it for the right reasons and mm-hmm. have good intentions. Sean, it's good news. I, well, I do yeah. want to know this, it's Sean. It's great news. It's great uh, news. Like, I'm super stoked to hear that. Thank well, you. Let me just ask you this, Sean, with this teddy bear or teddy. 75 years old, 80 years old, is this thing going to be ride or die? Till, <laughs> like, are you going to be, be buried with this I, thing? 
I, you know, it's a good question. It's It's been with me for, you know, at this point, like the majority of my life. That's awesome. And, okay. uh, it's not going to look. Well, I was going to say something that was, you know, potentially sounds creepy. I'm not going to have Teddy with me at the altar. Okay. That's good. That's good. I mean, you know, it's not going to be I, like that. I have a, a really worn lammy. I just don't usually See? bring him out on oh, first date. All right. How about this? A double date. You and Teddy, <laughs> Tiffany and Lammy will join too. You know, just make sure on date number two, you both squeeze Teddy for good luck. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Joey and Lauren, where did that answer come from? It's time for the five-second rule with Joey and Lauren in the morning. Let's play a little five-second rule today. You have five seconds to name three things. You can actually, like, buy this game. This is an official game. I don't know. Where do people buy games? Target? Walmart? Is it, what is it, Hasbro? I don't even know. I don't know. Play Mattel. Monster. Oh, so one of those classic Play Monster games. <laughs> well, playing with us today is Rochelle. Hello, Rochelle. Good morning. Thanks for playing five-second rule with us. Let's explain the rules. We have uh, little flashcards we're going to give. All of us are going against each other, and we'll give you five seconds to name three things in that category we tell you, all right? Okay. All right, let's start with Lauren, then we'll go Rochelle, then we'll finish off with me for round number one. All right. right, Lauren, you have five seconds to name three abbreviations used in texting. Uh, what? Um, LOL? Um, OMG? Wait, were you saying like... Yeah, abbreviations used in texting. You LOL, OMG, oh, I was like thinking, I was thinking like punctuation no. used in texting. So I was going to say comma, exclamation point. Abbreviation. Crap. All right, let's go to Rochelle, your first one. Rochelle, you have five seconds to name three ice cream toppings. Uh... Sprinkles, cherries, chocolate. There it is, baby. Sprinkles, Sounds cherries, chocolate. Sounds like a chocolate. great combo. All right, so see, Rochelle, okay. just like that, you're already with one point on the board. Now to me. Joey, name three all-inclusive resorts. <laughs> well, come on. I don't know. I don't go to those. That is so mean. What? Well, uh, you don't know? I guess I should have said, um, what's the one that has the water slide that goes underneath the ocean? I um, have no idea. It's in the Bahamas. <laughs> Yeah, it's in the Bahamas. No clue. Sandals. Sandals Resort. Sandals Oasis. Well, you still don't get it. All right. Back to Lauren for round number two. Lauren, five seconds to name three famous bald people. Um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson and J- Jason Statham. Crap. Oh, that's, that's two out of three, but you needed three. Wow. Rochelle. Why did I have to say Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Yeah. Why couldn't I just said The Rock? You could have just said The Rock, but I do appreciate the Dwayne. Gosh, I suck at this game. All right, Rochelle, round number two. Uh, Rochelle, name three female athletes. <laughs> a big She's sports like, fan. Rochelle, I, I don't peg you right. as a big sports fan. I am a- I'm a male sports fan. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, 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 wow, that, that was okay. That hmm. may offend some people. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you said that, and I didn't say that. I will say that. All right, uh, let's go to me now. All right, Joey. Name three famous people that use just one name. Usher, Beyonce, um, Jay-Z, LeBron. Those count. LeBron doesn't count. But LeBron Jay-Z, doesn't count? It's LeBron. His name is LeBron James. He doesn't go everyone, by just one name. I'm thinking everyone, like Madonna. Okay, Beyonce, I got three anyway. I got, Usher, I got Usher. I got Beyonce. You did. Oprah. You got three. You got right. it. 
Two Oprah points would for me. be a good one. Here we go, Lauren. This is your final one, right? No, we're on round three. I'm sorry, Lauren. Things you might put on a refrigerator door: um, magnets, artwork, report card, pictures, calendar. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's okay. Very impressive. All right, so Lauren finishes with two out of three. Let's go to Rochelle. Okay, Rochelle, name three ocean animals. Whale, turtle, seahorse. <laughs> Seahorse. She doesn't know female athletes, but she can name every animal in the ocean. <laughs> Her name is Rochelle. All, All right. right, Joey, name three YouTube stars. Uh, the Ryan guy, Blippy, Jeffrey Star, <laughs> James Charles. <laughs> I know Good my job. YouTube, JoJo Seawa. So uh, Rochelle and I both tie with two out of three. Lauren just got one out of three. Crap. Rochelle, thanks for playing with us, huh? Yes, thank you. Um, I'll have to work on working out with some females, I guess. I I think so. It's Joey and Lauren in the morning. Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren. Good morning. Thanks for hanging out with us today. You can always uh, listen back on demand. If you ever miss part of the show, just search Joey and Lauren in the morning anywhere you find your podcast. I believe that I eavesdropped into a conversation that, Lauren, you did not want me to eavesdrop into. We'll get into that, but I first have a life hack for you. Writing something out in is the memory equivalent of reading it seven times. Keep that in mind when you're getting ready to study. So write it out is mm. it, it like you read it seven times. Trying to remember something, just write it. Yeah. Do you need to write it seven times? No, 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 no. you just write it once. No, you just write it once. I Helps mean, if, you remember. Okay. If you write it seven times, then you're probably going to remember it like forty eight times. Isn't something. it interesting that the number seven, like they say, when you do something seven times, it becomes yeah. a habit. Mm-hmm. Like, why seven? Why and couldn't it be this, eight or nine the seven or two itch or three? For a marriage, right? I mean, there's... Where Is it the seven-year itch? Mm-hmm. I thought it was we've, a 13-year itch. I think it's every year itch. <laughs> wow, no, no, we've... Uh, <laughs> we're coming up on... Isn't, it's nine. not 10 years. Oh, okay. It's no, be nine. nine. Man, we're coming up on nine years married. Can you believe that? That's I crazy. Know. Well, speaking of just our family, I'm trying to figure out if you're divulging baby secrets in the office because I heard a conversation that you had... With one of our coworkers because of something we said in a meeting about our children. And then I heard you divulge a little bit of maybe our family planning. And I'm just trying to figure out, is that what we're doing now? I heard you okay. say, oh, well, what I think this hear? year could maybe be a year that we could maybe possibly get pregnant. But I don't know. Well, okay. So we do have a plan, I would say. The two of us have some thoughts about maybe when we're going to start the IVF process again, it does take a lot of time for us to have children. Coworkers' ways, and I was kind of put on the spot, and she was just like, "So, when are you going to try again, or when are you going to do this?" And I was like, "Um, maybe I don't know." And then I started giving some details. Yes, but I, I guess we really don't know. Do you have anything you'd like to announce here? I mean, is that that is that what you're saying? No, I don't know. Okay. You put me on the spot now. Well, I'm just. All I know is I was in the studio, the studio door was open, I heard you in the break room, and I heard you say like, I mean, I think this year we could maybe try and get pregnant, but I don't know, and I'm standing there like, can I put this on Facebook? Is this something that I can talk to my buddies about? Fine, fine, I'll just say it. What I told her was, this year, this spring... We are hoping oh, now we're to narrowing try it down to a season. This spring we're hoping we're hoping to try for IVF again. I don't know how it's going to pan out. Obviously nothing's guaranteed on how it works. If it works, if it doesn't work, what's going to work? And that is all I am saying at this point. 
That's that pretty all good. In that's liberty to discuss. That's pretty good news, though. And I'm surprised. I mean, now you've told thousands of people, but I we're mean, originally I was like, "How are you telling our coworkers?" We're hoping that Baby J can have a sibling sometime soon. But I will say, IVF takes a long time, and it will not be this year that we have a child. Okay. Well, there's there's some other little nugget of uh, knowledge for you. And is this something we bring up in the staff meeting? Because what happened in the staff meeting? I don't remember. Did we ever the drop a hint? The staff meeting was very interesting. So she was asking me, oh, did I hear any hints dropped in the meeting? And I was like, no. But she was referring to there's a couple other people in the office that kind of talked to us about our IVF on the meeting, which, again, a very weird place to be asked about your reproductive <laughs> plans. No one else gets asked about reproductive plans except for us because we're married and on air together. Well, and because we got issues and people know it takes a while. So... They had asked us about IVF or whatever, and then someone was like, well, uh, I could carry your babies. <laughs> that we got random coworkers asking like, to carry our um, kids. Thanks, but no thanks. We'll try our best. And it was just really <laughs> weird. And then she, another coworker had asked if that was a hint. Basically, I've now been pressured to tell everybody that this spring we're going to hopefully try IVF again. All right. There it is. <laughs> the big news. I should have been ready for it. I should have had one of those confetti. I wasn't ready for Boom. it either. I should have had one of the like breaking news sound effects, and we could have gone to a live report. But uh, oh, well, I'm impressed with you. I will say you are an open book, and I will say it's a compliment to you that people are willing to ask you about those things because it shows that they care about you and they love you. I just wish I would have gotten a heads up that that was information we could share. I wish I got a heads up that you were going to question me on it right here on the air. Well, I'm, I'm, I would wish we could have gotten warned in our staff meeting that someone was going to ask to carry our baby. No, we're good. We're going to try it on our own again. We'll see what happens. Who All knows? Right. But well, we do have to go through the whole process again. It does take time. I'm just glad you didn't leave me out of the planning where I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Wait, what? We're totally, yeah, we're totally going <laughs> to. Plan for a baby. I in the don't spring. need you anymore, technically. <laughs> no, I, know, I just go to the doctor sad. and they help me out. <laughs> oh, thanks. I feel so useless. It's Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's your trending stories with Joey and Lauren in the morning. All right, Lauren, what is trending? So today's trending stories are all about love. And it starts with a woman who actually fell in love with her Airbnb host. Now, I don't know if you've heard this story. And when I say Airbnb host, I'm talking about the person who's renting out the yeah. room or the home. Kind of the landlord of the whole situation. Correct, yes. Um, she was celebrating her 40th birthday when she booked a two-night staycation in a property owned by a man named Dennis. Now, her her name is Angie. Uh, Dennis found out she was celebrating her birthday alone, so he actually bought her birthday presents, oh, wow. cupcakes, and tequila. Oh. The two of them actually bonded oh during gosh. her stay. Then they started dating, and now they are set to be married. Despite the age gap, he is 67 and she is 40, but they are getting married. Hold on. Say that again. That's 27 years, and he's 67. Yep. Okay. Yep, but they um, found love in a very weird place. And you know what? A bunch of single dudes are going to go, all right, I'm hosting an Airbnb. <laughs> I'm going to buy people birthday presents. Yeah, but it worked out See for them, works. so that's well, kind of sweet. I don't know if I'd be weirded out if the guy I'm renting an Airbnb from is like, here's some birthday cake, here's yeah, some presents. That is kind of creepy, I'd be right? Like, um, thanks. Well, you know what? When we went to Hawaii, we got an Airbnb, and that guy gave us a good deal, and he gave us his number, and he's like, when you come to this island again, you text me, and I'll get you a good deal. So I'm pretty much in love with that man. If he's going to save me money, I'm down for that. I know. It's amazing. When you find a good spot that you want to go travel to over and over, yeah, it's why amazing. not? 
Um, another story we're keeping with love. Do you remember the jet ski Romeo? Is what people were calling him. No, it's his, not. His name is Dale. He was known online as the jet ski Romeo because he made a huge dash across like the Irish Sea to visit his girlfriend. You remember on a jet this? ski? I don't remember on this, a, no. On a jet ski. Anyway, he's selling his Sea-Doo Spark 2-Up 90 BHP. Oh, right? I love that jet ski. For That's a good sale, one. And um, it will go on sale for about $6,000. So if anybody is looking so this for dude, that jet ski This Romeo, dude went viral mm-hmm. because he traveled across the sea in a jet ski? Yes, he doesn't know how to swim. He traveled across the sea in a jet ski, doesn't know how to swim. It was very dangerous feat to cross the sea to go yeah, visit and a his jet girlfriend. Ski. I mean, jet skis... They don't handle those big waves deep in the ocean. That's for sure. Well, he spent like four and a half hours on the jet ski. Oh, my gosh. Just going straight through. You know, it's not the most romantic vehicle. When you think of someone like biking to see you or running to see you, right? That's kind of romantic. Or someone taking a sailboat to see you. But if they're like, (laughs) (laughs) or I snowmobiled to see you. Yeah, but he was kind of a bad boy because he broke like the lockdown rules of the island and was actually sent to jail for entering the island without permission. And Yeah, you don't remember this? No. Well, anyway, the jet ski is for sale now as the jet ski Romeo. He decided to get rid of it. So, If I would have known that as a kid, I would have gotten a jet ski thinking that women just love (laughs) a man on a jet ski. And the internet is rejoicing because a very popular or unpopular, depending on how you feel about it, TV show on PBS is now ending. Mr. Caillou. (laughs) Caillou. Caillou. (laughs) It's canceled? It's done. Caillou's done. Well, it's been on the air for a long time. A very long time. Now, it is hilarious. I was scrolling through Twitter and different social media outlets and news stories, and so many people are like, yes! That whiny kid, finally. I'm so Why? sick of watching I thought, him. I thought it was a good educational TV show. I've never I seen it. I believe it is. Now, there are some really hilarious memes out there of mean things Caillou has done <laughs> where he's like poked his baby sister. I don't know. I haven't actually watched the show. But people are probably um, just sick of it because their kids probably loved it. Right. And it's one obsessive it TV show like that's not It would be like if Baby Shark ended. People are yeah. like, finally, Baby Shark. Yeah, I guess um, that makes sense. But actually, a lot of parents have spoken out about how much they love Caillou. I saw one comment of a parent who's like a an older woman now. Her parents are all grown or her kids are all grown. And she says, I loved watching Caillou with my kids. In fact, I still watch it at home by myself oh, on PBS. I love Caillou. It's a mom all alone. Yeah, so Caillou. <laughs> Caillou. So Caillou is done. So whether that's something you're really excited about or sad about, yeah. that is the news for you today. And those are your trending stories. It's Joey and Lauren in the morning. Wake up, laugh, repeat. Joey and Lauren in the morning. I feel like I just need to get something off my chest. I need a little bit of a moment. I'm I'm frustrated, not with even the coworkers here in our company. I'm frustrated with the people in this office building because I just, I don't understand a scheduling process that someone would do this in their mind if they're working a traditional nine to five. So correct me if I'm wrong, but most people here work a nine to five and eight to five, right? I think so. I don't know everyone's schedule, but I would assume so. Except except our company, because a lot of us are in really early and really late. Yeah, exactly. So normally in this building, right, it's like all the radio people are here earlier, and I'm sure there's people here maybe late into the evening. But most of the time, you look at the parking lot and business hours, that's when everyone shows up here to this building. We've got several businesses here. Uh It's a busy building. 
I need to go to the bathroom. All right. So I need to go to the bathroom. I go to the bathroom and it's loaded up with people and men using the stalls sitting down. And this is what I don't understand. (laughs) And yeah, I'm going to come off looking like a big jerk and very petty. But this is what I don't understand. Why when you're starting your day? Because most people are starting their day right now or moments ago. Would you need to go to the bathroom in the first thing you do? It never in my mind. We get here early in the morning. Never. I'm, I sit there and go, well, first thing I want to do is go use the bathroom. Okay. Use it at I'm, home. You're failing. So I can use You it. are failing to divulge certain things that have gone on. Because right before we hit the air, you come busting in the studio all upset. You had left to go to the bathroom. You're like, yes. I, I don't feel good. I'm going to go to the bathroom. I have limited time. All right. You come back and you're just like, oh, just so frustrated. And I'm like, what is going on? You're like, some guys are using the bathroom. It's not, hold on. And you said, how dare anybody start their day, come to work and decide to go sit on the can? No. That's not exactly what you said, but you said, take a, you know what? And then I'm (laughs) like, well, wait a minute. Isn't that what you were trying to do? You were trying to go to the bathroom. I'm I'm four hours into my day. I'm four or five hours into my day. Guys, for doing the same thing. You are trying to do. It does not make sense. I, for instance, because I don't go on my floor, I got to go on a different that floor. That is another thing you didn't mention. I it's don't their want, floor. I don't want to be playing the trumpet and listen to my, <laughs> hear my coworkers hear it. I'm sorry. That's, no, I'm not doing that. It is I'm their bathroom upstairs. Those poor people who work up there, they are just minding their own business, doing their own guess business. guess what? Everyone upstairs, they all work regular business hours. So if my math is correct, you're telling me that two guys decided to show up to work, to start their day. And the first thing they want to do is go sit on the toilet. They that, cannot to me, control is a their bowels. If their bowels say, I got to go at 830 in the morning or nuts, nine man. in the morning or 10 o'clock or 11 at night. I almost wanted you to say to something go. like, really, guys? I mean, I, here's what I don't get. It's not even your bathroom. It's, so you're going to go up there. Well, it's not like they own the bathroom. No, but That's you're gonna, just, you, you won't even use the bathroom on our own floor. Well, I guarantee you. And you're going to have the audacity to go upstairs and be like, how dare you use so, the bathroom that you are assigned to because I need a perfectly open and available bathroom for myself. No, it's not even about, it's just about. When I show up at the beginning of a business day, because here's the deal. Normally, if I have to go to the bathroom, I know up until 9 o'clock, who's going to be sitting on the toilet right when they start their work So you're stressed out and annoyed because this is your safe space. This is your safe time zone where you think, hey, I can go use the bathroom and no one's going to come in. I've put in the time to deserve a bathroom break is basically (laughs) what I'm saying. I've already worked for the man. I've clocked in already. I've already checked some emails. Oh my gosh. Your first bathroom break should be earned in the business world. And I feel like no one is earning their bathroom break. I am. You come back to the studio and you're just like, who does that? Poop at home. Who does that? And I'm like, what are you trying? Let me, let me ask you this. What are you trying this to is, do? This is a simple thing. This is a simple thing. If I gave you one of two options, either you show up to work, you got your little suitcase or your little uh, you know briefcase, mm-hmm. you show up to work, you put your things down, does it make more sense to A, right when you show up to work, go use the bathroom and sit on the toilet, or B, right before you leave your comfort of your own home, go to the bathroom and show up at 8.05? What makes more sense? Show up at 9, go to the bathroom, start working at 9.05, or show up at 9.05 and start working. Sometimes you don't get the urge to go until when you need to go. Your body tells you. If if there's systems anything like mine, 
I'm like, I know when I have to go and it's right that My moment. My system works also, on the minute and it gets thrown see, off. You plan ahead. You can plan ahead. Some people can't plan to go. It just comes when it happens. And you're failing to also uh, remember that a lot of these people are probably getting coffee on their way into work. You know what coffee does to you? Runs right through you. You take a few gulps of that, some drinks, and you're like, oh, wow, Maybe, now I gotta go. I just care about my employer too much that I wouldn't want to start the day off with a break. That's, give, I think, what I is. Give me a break. I, you know what? I, I think value. From the guy who, who goes upstairs and uses another business's bathroom and then complains when the people of that business are using the bathroom. It's an, old, it's an old bathroom switcheroo, so no one has to have that awkward moment with their coworkers, which is what <laughs> everyone should be doing. <sighs> I can't even deal with you. Joey and Lauren. Before we end the show, we always do, what did we learn on the show today? So, Lauren, what did we learn today? I learned I'm a little offended. Our coworker, our new producer, Ian, um, I did like him. I don't know if I do now. Oh, my gosh. Those are strong <laughs> words. He's a good person. He has this, like, uh, little light that disinfects stuff. And you said that yesterday when I wasn't around, he was disinfecting my mic and was like, oh, Lauren doesn't have good hygiene. The, and uh, I'm like, excusez-moi. I believe the quote was, well, we all know Lauren doesn't have good hygiene. So this is a known thing because I'm pretty sure if you're comparing <sighs> yeah. the two of us or really me and anyone in this office, I'm showering every day, sometimes twice a day. I wash my hands all the time. I Wait brush a second. my teeth. Are you claiming hygiene superiority over every uh, single person that works for our company? Definitely over you. How many people do you think you have better hygiene than in our company? Like, are At you- least half. Okay. Do you, and that's you, no knock on anybody else. I just am confident in my cleaning capabilities. I'm you a are clean also person. clearly the most humble person <laughs> in this company. I would that's say that's another story. I would say maybe your top ten. Our boss, our direct boss, he has very good hygiene. I feel like he's a guy that like showers the night before, the morning of, and when he gets home from work. There's some people that do that. And he smells amazing. Yeah. He smells very good. He smells better than you. And he I dresses mean, and really like, nice. Wait, what? Well, you don't really wear <laughs> perfume or anything. You yeah, smell, I do. When I get close I to do. you, you It's good. called, um, what's no, it that's, called? That's body spray. No, no, not no, the no, same. no. I have perfume. I spray it on my neck and my wrists. Huh, I haven't smelt it. I'm smelling it right now, but I don't remember the name of it. Orchid. Oh, sexy orchid. That's oh. what it is. Wow, okay. Took me a second. Well, I learned... I know what I learned. I learned that Lauren wears sexy orchid. <laughs> that is that is what I learned today. And I know more words to the Caillou theme song for the Caillou TV show that's getting canceled. More words than I thought. Rest it's in Caillou. peace. Caillou. Yep. Caillou. Well, it's been fun. It's Joey and Lauren in the morning. 